This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the How She Did That podcast. My name is Tasha Booth, and I am so excited that you're here. So it's probably no mystery to you that word of mouth is one of the most common ways that people grow their businesses. While there are so many job search platforms and social media groups that are great resources, never underestimate the power of a good old-fashioned referral. Think about how referrals have impacted even your own life. So joining us to share her referral strategy is CEO Amy Lochran. Through her company, The Operations House, Amy and her team offer one-on-one coaching, system implementations, project management, and so much more from basic to the most intensive processes. And the best part is that she built her six-figure business from the ground up and almost completely off of referrals alone. So if outbound marketing is not your forte and you want to know the best way to get people talking while you sit back and focus on what's really important to you, then today's episode is all for you. So let's go ask Amy how she built a six-figure business almost entirely on referrals. Thank you so much for being here today. It's so exciting to have you. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So can you tell our audience who you are and what you do and who you serve? I would love to. So I am Amy Lochran. I own the Operations House and we're an integration and implementation agency. And so with that, we serve clients a few different ways. Um, I work one-on-one with high-level female entrepreneurs as an integrator in just a few key businesses. And then as a team, we're able to offer course launch management, back-end support. If you've gotten to the point in your business, you're like, wait, where is everything? We kind of come in and take <laughs> care of that for you. And then I also do strategic planning sessions for people to kind of figure out where you're going as far as either your next revenue um, stream or your next six figures to help you get there. Awesome. So we have kind of very similar businesses in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. We'll have to talk about that offline later. Yeah. <laughs> we would probably bore everyone if we started. I know. If we started, yeah. <laughs> but we'd be like super excited, right? <laughs> There's so many things that come up where I'm like, oh, everyone's probably like, what a nerd. And I'm like, no, let's dive deeper. Like, yes, really totally. Deeper. I totally get it. <laughs> so today we're talking about how you personally built your six-figure business, mostly through referrals. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love that you put on your questionnaire, I always ask like, what three things do you want people to know? And you wrote the key to scaling your business is utilizing the clients you already have. And I absolutely loved that because I a hundred percent agree with you. So can you speak more to that? Just tell us a little bit more about what that means for you. Yeah. So my background before I started my business was in corporate training and sales and development and everything. And from that, I just had a couple of unique experiences from either fundraising or from working in a call center, like leading people and realized that very quickly, there's a lot of client experience and client service that's 
not brought over when somebody's building a business because not everybody, when you find your passion, you don't sit and think, you know, I'm going to share with people how they can build up an Etsy shop, but that's not like what they dreamt about. And so then you have like the operational side of business that makes people want to come back and work with you. If you don't have that fine-tuned, it can be very difficult at times to kind of navigate those waters. And so I found that in working with the people I have and providing the highest level of client service, which looks different for everybody, really led to an influx where you end up having to turn away people because it's just, it's probably not as common as I wish it would be. I love that. Yeah, I definitely love that. And I think that uh, for me, I see a few key clients who are probably, I would say 60 to 80% of my referrers, right. For new business and everything. And it's because of the client experience and because they've had so such a great client experience. So what is your kind of, what's your referral strategy in terms of like, do you have a, an actual referral, like program or process for your clients, or are they just like talking about you because you're awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just all day. every day. (laughs) Um, So I don't think it started as something specific. Like I didn't come in and say, you know what, the only way I'm going to grow this is going to be through people that know, like, and trust me. Mm -hmm. But it came up as a back end when I just, I don't, I don't do a great job of marketing myself. Like I'm going to be, that is someone on my team that I work with to be able to put anything out because I spend so much time in client work when I think of myself as a client, I get exhausted, which yeah. is terrible. <laughs> um, but what I found is that's worked really well in the system that now I implement is we do a lot of projects for people. And once we get to a point in the project, I'm consistently asking for feedback. I'll take constructive criticism all day, every day so that we can then up-level the experience we're giving right away. And then when I share with people at the end, you know, if there's either a testimony that they like to give additional feedback, or if they have someone they'd like to refer over, we're very appreciative of that in any way, shape or form. I actually don't tell anybody uh, now it's out, but I don't tell anyone when I get a referral that they'll get paid out a referral bonus because I want it to come from a place where they feel very confident with me. And then it's always like a surprise at the end. They're like, what's this? I'm like, what's your PayPal address? Yeah. Um, and I think that that kind of just speaks to the fact that people feel confident to send something to me because they know the results are going to be there. And they also know what type of user experience somebody's going to have. And that's really kind of how it's built. I love that. I love that. And our process is very similar. Um, We actually talk about in our welcome packet, I believe, like, hey, if you know anybody, we're always looking for new clients, those sorts of things. So that they they understand that, you know, we would love the referral basically, but then it's also part of our offboarding process to get the testimonial and also, you know, just to get feedback in general and stuff. And then to reiterate again about like, if, Hey, if you know anybody, you know, we, we'd love for you to spread it. We actually, and I don't know how often I share this, but I'll share it since you shared. (laughs) Uh, But we actually do have a referral bonus that we talk about in our welcome packet for our clients. Mm -hmm. And what I found is frankly, when there's a dollar amount, associated with it, we stay top of mind for a little bit longer for people. You know what I mean? So it's nothing that we push and we always want them to do it with integrity. And like, we are very specific about like, don't send us everybody that you've ever met. (laughs) Like we want, you know, yeah, (laughs) yeah. We're looking for very specific people, you know, and the, and looking for our ideal client to fill those, those spots for clients, but nobody's ever 
to my knowledge, I don't think we've ever had anybody that's like just been sending us people willy nilly trying to get the referral bonus, you know? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I completely agree. And that's, I mean, I have it at the bottom of my email signature. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we love working with you and others. Like if you know anyone, send them over. And I bring it up at the different stages throughout the business, just like you do. Like there's Mm -hmm. something that you can say at the beginning. And then we wait till mid to make sure that they have the trust with us because I understand to bring on myself and my team is an investment for a company. It's also an investment in just how safe you feel with your business because things are typically messy on the back end. And I ask hard questions to be able to get you to the next level. And so once that trust is there, it's, I get the same thing. It's the same people that are sending somebody over. And then when they hear from their person, like, oh yeah, she was phenomenal. She did X, Y, and Z for me. They're like, okay, th- just check in. Let me make sure you can take somebody else. Cause I don't want to send someone over that, you know, we'll, I'll talk you up and then they'll be right. like, oh, never mind. You know? <laughs> I'm full. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <like> the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. Um, So one of the things that I have seen, and I'm totally going to misquote this like statistic or whatever, the fact that like acquiring a new client versus taking care of a current client and then getting the referral from that client Mm -hmm. takes so much more time, energy, and money. And so when you're talking about, I I know like you are not unique in the fact that like you're not great with your your outbound marketing basically, you know, I think that that's the story for a lot of operations people in general. We like being on the, on the back ends of things and we're busy with it. And so we don't have time to do it. Safe, safe. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so taking that, that same time, energy, attention, keeping it focused on the client and then being able to reap the benefits of that relationship by getting other people that they're around, you know, um, I think is, is a great idea. Yeah. It makes such a difference because, and one of the things I work with people on launches is depending on if it's the first time you're putting a course out or your 10th, you should never be going blind into your marketing thinking it's something I'm just going to fully pay for. It's a waste mm-hmm. of money from ads. It's the same way when you're running your business. I have a group of people, like it's commonly referred to as like your cheerleaders or anything like that, that I know I can turn to. And I'm not expecting someone to be like, please email out to your 30,000 list. Yeah. So like there are people that support me and will let me know how they do that. And I mean, that's built from relationships, not even just from client, but like relationships you built in online communities and things like that. And it's that community that I think you can see it in different groups. Like there's, there's groups of people that really seem to know, like trust and then push each other out. And that's how all that happens. It's that extra effort so that you don't just think of somebody as like, cool, I got money from them. Let me just do the bare minimum to be able to meet my contract. My contracts barely ever come into play as far as like what was in the proposal and things like that, because I know we'll always go, you know, 10 to 15% out of scope of what I've promised. And I plan on that in the back end because then I'm always over delivering to people. Yeah. I love that. I love that. The other thing that I was thinking about that I tell the ladies of Booked and Balanced all the time is that, you know, the, the business owners that you and I are probably working with as agency owners, six and seven figure business owners, they're not usually spending their time in Facebook groups looking for their next person to run their launches or something like that. They're looking for other peers, people that are in their masterminds or their, you know, their current Facebook manager or ads manager, somebody that they're already working with and asking them like, Hey, who do you know? You know, so building up those networks in other places, even outside of your clients, but strategically with other service providers who are, have complementary services to you, I think is a really great strategy as well. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. And you bring me to like the thing, I think I've brought it up anytime I ever talk to anybody about marketing. I think hands down the relationships you make on a peer level are so important. And that truly, if you're going into the relationship, I believe that the intention should always be community and support. Yes. I have people that I met at my first events once I started my business 
I mean, over almost three years ago now that we're colleagues, but because we sat at a table and took time to get to know each other and it wasn't just like, here's a course I have and stuff like that, they still are advocates of me. And I think that whether you're doing it in masterminds or in person, it makes such a difference because you're surrounding yourself by people that want to invest in themselves, which means they want to grow, which means they appreciate other people and they surround themselves that have like the income for that too, right? Yes. Um, So I think those things, I mean, that's truly where all, I mean, when I look at my budget, because I, I manage things to a T, all my marketing um, expenses go to send myself to events so that mm-hmm. I then can create the relationships. And it's it's something that I think most people are like, oh, that doesn't seem like it would like tie together, but it's community and it's marketing all at once that comes back yes. for you. You are totally speaking my language. We are new best friends now. Because... <laughs> I feel really good about that. <laughs> <laughs> because that's my marketing strategy too, live events and just getting out there and connecting with people. Like there is something, and I say this all the time. So people are going to be like, we heard you, Tasha. (laughs) There is something so transformational about like actually being face-to-face, being able to shake hands with somebody, share a meal with them. Even if you, you know, known them, known quote unquote them online for a year, there's something that just takes that relationship to the next level. And then you're like, okay, now they're a real person. Like, oh, I've had a conversation outside of like, Hey, how's business? You know, like those sorts of things just really fuse the relationship together in a way that you can't do online. It's really because it gives you the opportunity to have like an offhand conversation that would be really weird if you sent it through a messenger. Be <laughs> yes. like, here's a story that I have to explain and also create an inside moment between the two of you, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And then I think it's it does something for you internally to just like open yourself up to be more vulnerable when you're talking to the person and reach out when you would initially think like, well, she seems great, but do I really know her enough to like send this message after you've sat and like shared a plate of nachos with a person yeah. like... <laughs> I know she's going to listen to me. Like we're going to be okay. <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> so for those listening right now, what's one thing you can suggest as they are working on getting more referrals from their clients? What can they do like this week to kind of solidify that and work towards doing that better? Oh, I love this question. This is something <laughs> I hands down feel is most passionate and most passionate about what you should do with any of your clients you currently have. If you have a list of things you're working on them, whether you're task-based or you're the person putting together the strategy, spend the time today to send them a message and whether it be email box or whatever you use your communication and break down everything that you're working on, ask Mm -hmm. them what you can do above and beyond to take something else off of their plate. Because there's always things when you have a business owner that's investing in somebody to support them, things pop up that they at a point would be like, "Ah, she's busy doing this. Never mind. I'll figure it out. And that leads to frustration Mm -hmm. because there wasn't really time for them to do it. And then tomorrow, (laughs) so like after you've done that, take the time to figure out something specific that your client is doing and give them praise and encouragement for it. Because even though they're the ones paying you, they still have gut check moments where they're like, is this right? Is it, did I put out this message the way that I wanted to support them in something? Because I mean, I believe you should only work for people that you wholeheartedly believe in their mission. So it should be easy for you to find something to share with them. And that creates the relationship that you want with your person. I consider the majority of my one-on-one clients to be very close friends. And it's because I'm, we're, we're full circle. There's nothing that's not off the table in conversation, but they still need that extra support. 
Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And I think we forget about the fact, like, especially when we're working with these high level people, we forget sometimes that they're people and they have bad days, you know, and they have things that they feel insecure about too. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's like, everybody has a back end of their business that can be messy. Everybody has a bad day. And when you're the person that's there supporting them to hit the next goal, to create the next fantastic launch, whatever it is, you're also the person that they would feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable to say like, Hey, here's what's really going on. And that's where you should really turn up your skills a notch and say like, let me give you something back because sometimes you just need to pump people up. Yeah, absolutely. So where can we find you online? You can find me um, at theoperationshouse.com. That's our website. Um, and then you can also find me on Facebook where it's facebook.com backslash ops house with Amy, I think. And then if you want to see a lot of pictures of my children, <laughs> find me on Instagram with Amy Lochran. Um, there's some content there, but the majority is I have some rambunctious kids and I like <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This has been so fun. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Mm -hmm.